I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. If you want to get your way in life, you must know how to sell. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Two questions I get asked the most. Number one, Dre, is there a way that I can talk to you on a regular basis for accountability to make sure I'm staying consistent and to get help with any challenges I may have ongoing? And number two, Dre, are you going to write any more books? Answer to both of those questions are yes and hell yes. Let me tell you how you can do both in one shot. I want you to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com where you have the option of getting my Bulletproof Bulletin, which is my monthly magazine that I'm sending out every single month to everyone who is a member of my university, where every month I'm writing new material that is fresh game for you to work on your personal growth and your business growth. I'm going to send that physically in your mailbox every single month. Again, that's called the Bulletproof Bulletin. That is for everybody who is a member of my university at workingyourgameuniversity.com. Now you have another option while you're right there on that page. You can also join my mastermind. This is where you can talk to me on a regular basis. I mean, every single week, you're going to get a live training from me. I answer all questions. We handle all challenges and hold each other accountable. That is inside of my Bulletproof Mastermind. It's the second level of my university where, as I just said, every week I have a live training where I'm going to teach on a subject that melds personal development and business development where we get straight to the point. No bullshit, no fluff, no filler material. I take the complex challenges that you're dealing with right now and I simplify them in a bite-sized way, just like I do here on the show every single day. Now, you can get all the information and all the details about both of these programs and all the bonuses that I didn't even mention because, by the way, I took all the courses that I've ever created. I have a course on how to use your social media story for maximum impact. I have a course called Bulletproof Mindset 2.0. That is my deepest material on mental toughness, discipline, leadership, and communication skills. I have a course called People Skills on building rapport and leading other people, as well as leading yourself and how you can get your point across to others. I have a course called Content Machine about creating content that will help you lay the foundation for building your brand the same way that I've done and that I continually do. I have a course called Toughen Up, one called Unapologetic, one called Sell Yourself. I have another course called 25 Hours about time management and time control. I have a 30 Days of Discipline course, an ASAP Confidence course, and a bunch of other courses. I'm not even going to list them all because this audio clip will be too long if I list everything. All of those bonuses I'm throwing in for free as you become a member of my university and of my mastermind. All the information, all your options, and you can get started right now by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com if 
you a want to know if i'm going to write anymore yes i am i'm going to write as a matter of fact every month i'm going to send you a new copy of my magazine with fresh new material for you to keep your game focused sharp and on point and b you want to work with me directly you want to be able to talk to me every week get your questions answered get your challenges handled and network and build relationships and connect with community of like-minded professionals who are serious about their game like you are all of that happens in my bulletproof mastermind all information and you're going to get started by going to work on your game university.com right now you are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and offensively and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy, one universal philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, as promised, as much anticipated, is how to be a true salesperson. Now, I could give an entire course around being a salesperson. I could write a whole book around being a salesperson. As a matter of fact, I have. It is called The Seller's Mindset. If you haven't read it, you should go look it up. You can get it at workonyourgame.com slash books. But today, as I talked about from yesterday's episode, that there are some people out there who are just collecting a check when you are selling things or you call yourself selling things, even though you're not actually selling anything. Somebody might buy something from you, but you're not actually selling anything and you are soon to be replaced. I'm going to help you out with a skill you're going to need for the future. Now, before I get further into this introduction, let me tell everybody that I send out a daily motivation text message every day, free of charge to everyone who's in my texting community. If you would like to receive that text and you should want to receive that text. Text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. The text is completely free of charge. And every single day, you will get that daily motivation message free from me, straight to you, to your phone every single morning. And a bonus that I didn't even mention, you can respond to any one of those text messages and you will be talking directly to me by replying to one of those texts. Now, today's topic is about how to be a true salesperson. As I told you in yesterday's episode, you need this skill of selling because you will soon be replaced if you're not selling anything at your job right now, if you're not turning prospects into buyers. I mean, actively engaged turning prospects into buyers and doing so efficiently because a machine can replace you just like they did at Whole Foods, just like they do with the local grocery stores and they do in a whole lot of other places these days. You could even call a condo or an apartment building that you want to take a look at and they'll have a text message bot respond to you instead of actually having a human being respond to you. So any of you who's working at a place where there are bots or computers doing jobs that used to be done by humans, all right, do not get fat and happy in those places. They're your bosses, the same people who hired those companies that brought in the bots and the computers, all right, they are looking for ways to replace you. All right, so they don't have to pay you. So they don't have to pay your insurance. So they don't have to pay uh, payroll taxes. Everything that comes with having a human being working for them costs them more money than having a computer work for them. So if there's a computer that works alongside you, you are next. Okay. Do not get fat and happy in whatever position that you're in. If there's a computer working next to you at your job, all that being said, selling. If you want to get your way in life, you must know how to sell. If you want to influence other people, you must learn how to sell. If you want to persuade people, you must learn how to sell. If you want to get your point across, if you want to get any outcome that you currently do not have, you must know how to sell. And there are times that you sell things unintentionally. You don't even know that you're selling, but you're able to make a sale. We all have had that happen. But wouldn't it be better and wouldn't it be more, wouldn't you sleep easier at night if you knew how to sell on purpose? 
I mean, you are consciously saying, I'm trying to produce this outcome. I'm going to go about it this way. And then you actually followed your own plan and you were able to do it. And you could predict that you're able to produce a certain outcome. Wouldn't that feel a lot better if you did it that way? I'm just asking. I mean, if you don't think so, then, hey, maybe you don't know, need to learn how to sell. Or maybe you could just keep selling by luck and hoping that it keeps working. But I don't think hope is a strategy. Actually, I know that hope is not a strategy, but if hope is a good strategy for you and it's been working, okay, you just keep going through your life hoping. And I hope that that works out for you. I doubt that it will, but hey, you're the one who wanted to hope. Today, we're going to talk about how to be a true salesperson. And this is, we're going to start with the mindset part, but we're also going to get into some tactical stuff as well, all in today's episode. So you should take notes on this one. You should take notes on every episode of the show, as a matter of fact, but especially those of you who need to learn how to sell. Those of you who want to start your own business, those of you who already have a business, but your business is not producing the kind of return on investment that you want it to produce, giving your time and attention and effort investments is because of something that you are missing or do not know about selling. All right. That's why you're not getting the returns, because for you to make money, you have to sell something. Right. I mean, I think we all agree to that. So there's something that you're missing, not doing or not knowing that is causing this situation. Let's fix it. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is how to be a true salesperson. Understand your moral obligation. Yes, there is a moral obligation when it comes to selling. And here it is. And if you disagree with this, you can leave it. But if you agree, you should take it. When you have an offering that will help another person, it is your job to help them have it, i.e. to sell it to them. Let me say that one again, just in case you missed it. And I want to make sure you heard it word for word. When you have an offering that is a product, a service, something that the thing that the product, the thing that you're trying to get to other people and you know it will help somebody, your job is to help them have it. It is your job to get it into their hands, i.e. to sell it to them, not to give it to them for free, but to sell it to them. It is your job to do that. And I want to tell you why in a moment. First of all, let me tell you one way to not do this. I know some people who are salespeople, or at least they call themselves salespeople. And every once in a while, a sale occurs, but they are not salespeople because they don't really know what they're doing. But I know some people who are salespeople who have something to sell and they have put a price on it and they put the offer out. They, let, they are letting people know, maybe not enough people, maybe not the right people, but they are letting people know that they do have this thing. They're letting them know how much it costs. Maybe they're not charging enough. Maybe they're not going about it strategically, but they are letting people know this is how much it costs. And what they are doing is when they come across someone who they know needs and could very well benefit from their offering, then they talk to this person and this person, for whatever reason, whatever reason, people have myriad reasons for why they won't buy something. Usually it's some form of I don't have the money, some form of that. Right. People usually say people say that all the time. But here's the thing. Everybody has money when they see something that they really want all right, or they'll go find it. But these people, these people who call themselves salespeople, these pseudo salespeople, they get told by some prospect that they don't have the money, some form of that response. And what they're doing is either discounting their product and offering at a lower price or just giving the product away for free, which is a lower price too. Zero is a, a pretty low price. I've seen many salespeople do this. I've seen it in person. I've heard many salespeople tell me that they've done this. And I'm telling you, you are violating your moral obligation every time you do this. So don't ever do this again. Anyone listening to me who has ever given your product away for free, a product that you were attempting to sell for money, but you gave it away for free because someone told you that they didn't have the money or they intimated that they didn't have the money. They might not even said they didn't have the money. They just told you about all their hardships and all their problems. And then you just gave them the product for free because you wanted to be a nice girl or a nice guy. I'm telling you, don't ever do that again. Is everybody clear? Is anyone unclear on what I just said? It is your moral obligation to sell it to them. In other words, to create an exchange. 
They give you money. You give them the thing, whatever you're selling. That's your job. It is not your job to have the product and hope that somebody finds you or finds it. It is also not your job to order take, i.e. you stumble into some sales simply because you're around and somebody finds you and they do more selling than you do and you're the actual alleged salesperson. It is also not your job to give away your product for less than your desired price because you believe someone can't afford it or they even tell you that they can't afford it. And look, you got to believe it. This is somebody told you something you had to believe it. So you decided to buy their story of not being able to afford it, but wanting it at the same time. If somebody really wants something, they will find a way to afford it. This is the mindset of a salesperson. I talk about this in my book, Seller's Mindset, which any of you who I'm describing here, if you have made this mistake, and I've talked to many people who have admitted to me they made this mistake, but I know there are many others who've made this mistake who never told me. So if I'm talking about you, uh, you clearly have not read the seller's mindset because you don't give your products away for free. You don't discount your products just because someone claims that they don't have money. Most of the time they're lying when they tell you you don't have money. Uh, They're going to take that same money that they could have paid to you and they're going to go buy some bullshit. It's not even going to help them, but you let them get away with not investing in themselves. And here's the reason why you are obligated to sell your thing to a person because you know it will help them, first of all. And secondly, because when they pay for it, they will pay attention. People who pay, pay attention. I didn't make that quote up, but you can give me credit for it. When people invest in themselves, they will use the thing that they invested in. You give someone something for free, they will not value it simply because they didn't put anything into it. They didn't have to put anything in in order to get it unless you wanted to give it away for free. Now, if you want to give something away for free and people don't value it, then that's fine. All right. The agreement was made from the beginning. But if you're selling something for ten dollars, you give it away for zero or you discount your price to five dollars. If somebody says they don't have ten dollars, then they're not going to value the thing simply because they didn't have to invest in order to get it. At least they didn't have to invest all the way full price in order to get it. It is not your job to order take. It is not your job to give away your stuff. You are not a charity unless you run a 501c3. But if you're a nonprofit organization, this episode is not really for you. But actually, people who go off for charitable donations, some of the best salespeople out there. And one of the reasons is because they understand their moral obligation to get that money to help the sick children or the animals or the ozone layer or whatever it is they're collecting charity for. They're actually very, very good salesperson people. You can learn a lot from people running nonprofits. But the point is, it is your moral obligation to sell things to people who need it. Order taking is not the job. Do not abdicate from the process of persuasion and influence. It is your job to persuade and influence people. Any of you who's a hesitant salesperson, all right, I'm talking to you. I think I've made that clear so far. You need to get your mind and your spirit right around the concept of what exactly you do and what exactly you offer. And you need to believe in it enough that you are willing to have conversations with people and to persuade and influence them to give you money for it. You will be forever hesitant when or if you do not believe in your product. If you don't believe in what you're offering or you don't believe in yourself or you don't believe in the value of it, i.e. what you're asking for in exchange for it, which usually is less than the actual value. Usually we sell things for less than this actual value. Uh, this book, The Third Day, all I ask you to do is cover the shipping. If you live in America, that's $9.95. This book will give you at least at least $1,000 in value if you read it and actually follow what I say in the book. So the value is way higher than what I'm actually asking you to invest in order to receive it. But if I don't believe that, then I wouldn't keep talking about the book. I couldn't influence not one person to get it if I didn't believe what I just told you. So if you don't believe in what you're offering, you will never get another person to believe in it. So it starts with you. I told you about this when it comes to building your brand. This was episode number 779. Branding starts with what you say about you. When you change what you say about yourself, how other people feel about you will automatically change because they can feel your energy. They can feel the way you're showing up. 
So if you don't believe in your product, or you don't believe in yourself, or you don't believe in the price of your product, or you don't believe enough in the price of your product for you to say it out loud to another person, then you will never make sales. You will be a hesitant salesperson. And the problem with being a hesitant salesperson is that, as I told you in the previous episode, 1928, I mentioned this in the previous episode. In episode 1928, I told you that timid salespeople starve to death. And that's a play on a phrase by the famous Zig Ziglar who said, timid salespeople have skinny kids, meaning their kids are skinny because the kids don't get a lot of food to eat because the salesperson, mom or dad, is not making enough sales to buy groceries. Or you don't want to be that person. And this leads to another problem. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to be a true salesperson. Here's the second thing that you must do. So the first thing, we're clear. You must understand your moral obligation. It is your obligation to sell things to people who need it when you know that it will benefit them, even if they don't quite understand it or even if they have some excuse about why they can't pay for it. Point number two, sell something that you believe in, because if you don't believe in what you're selling, then you will be unwilling to have uncomfortable or potentially uncomfortable conversations with people who have all the excuses lined up for why they shouldn't pay you for the thing that you're selling. And they might have more experience in giving excuses than you have in overcoming their bullshit. And yeah, it's bullshit. You can tell somebody that what they're giving you is some bullshit and still sell them something. It depends on how you do it. You know, it depends on your personality and all that. But I think you get my drift here. Sell something that you believe in and that you believe will help the people to whom you are selling. So not everybody in the world needs to be a customer of your offering, whatever you're offering. What you sell may not be for everybody. You should know exactly who it is for. And it's probably not everybody on the planet. Harley Davidson is not trying to sell to everybody. They're not trying to sell to me. I'm not a motorcycle rider. Never rode a motorcycle in my life. And I doubt that's something I'd ever be interested in. It's just not for me. But Harley Davidson knows that. And they guess how much of their marketing dollars they put towards advertising to people like me? Zero. Because they know who they're selling to. But the people who do ride Harley Davidson, are there any Harley Davidson riders listening to this? If there are, all right, they know who you are and they're trying to sell to you. And they believe enough that you see the value in what they're offering and they will push you to buy more of their stuff. Like That's their job. It is your job with whatever it is that you sell to believe in it enough that you are willing to keep pushing and keep putting your product or offering in the face of the people who need it because you know that they need it and you know it will benefit them, even if they don't quite understand at first. It's hard to have a moral obligation to do anything in life when you don't even believe in what you're doing. So belief in what you're doing comes first. The moral obligation comes second. Do you even believe that this is valuable? Yes. Okay. Now we can work on you having a moral obligation, but you can't have a moral obligation to something you don't even actually believe it yourself. Right? And then you're lying to yourself. It's only but so long you can lie to yourself and you know you're lying and it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep working. Eventually, you're going to fall flat on your face or quit. Usually you quit first. What does your offer do for the person that you're selling it to? If you can't answer that question, you will not do too well in sales. Let me ask the question again. You should write this one down and you should have an answer to this, an answer that you can say over and over again without looking at something that you wrote down. You should be able to answer it just by talking. What does your offer do for the person to whom you are selling? Now, you can get very, very granular with this. The better you know a person, the more you can tailor your answer directly to that individual person. Or you can have a and or, let's say, you can have a generalized, generic answer to that question for anyone to whom you are talking. For example, when I tell you this book, the third day, the subtitle says a decision that separates the pros from the amateurs. So this book is for anyone who really wants to go pro in their business. If you're doing your business right now, you feel like you're kind of at the amateur level. Sometimes you're making money. Sometimes you're not. You want to get to the pro level to where it's your full time main paid occupation. The third day is one of the things you must master in order to do that. All right. Now, am I speaking to somebody right there? That's one way that I can talk about this. That's just one way. I don't have to talk about it that way every time. What if I'm talking to people who are already pros? I say something a little bit different. 
But if I'm talking to someone who I've known for five years, and I know exactly what all their challenges and problems are. I'll say something a little bit different, but you need an answer to the question. Let me give you the question again. You must have an answer to this question. What does your offer do for the person to whom you are selling it? Because nobody does something for nothing. Nobody buys a book. People buy what they're going to get from the book. Nobody buys a coaching session or a course or goes to an event or an iPad or a computer or some bread from the grocery store. They buy what they're going to get from the thing. So your job is to know that answer so that you can sell the thing that they're going to get, not the actual item or product or service itself. People don't want a house cleaner. They want a clean house. You understand the difference? And when you understand that next step, that's what you need to be talking to if you're going to make a sale. And the question is, whatever your answer is to that question, what does your offer do for the person? Do you actually believe it? Or are you just reciting something that somebody told you to say? Because people can tell the difference. People can tell when you're saying something you believe versus you're saying something that you were coached to say or something that you're reading from a script versus something that you actually believe and you can naturally say it in a way that you're just talking. You just happen to be selling. You're talking, but you happen to be selling. Do you believe that I believe that this book has value? Because if you didn't, then you would not go get it. And I wouldn't, I probably would not have moved any copies of this book. When you really believe in what you sell and you have the skills that I'm going to talk about in a moment, you don't even need a sales script. It's fine to have a script because the script can kind of keep you online and make sure you don't go too far you know, in the, on tangents and that you don't talk too much or talk too little and make sure you get all the points mentioned, all the talking points that need to be mentioned. But a script shouldn't be necessary for just how you're going to talk about something. You should be able to talk about whatever you're offering, especially you entrepreneurs out there. You should be able to talk about what you're offering without a script at all. What it is, what it does for the people who are going to get it, why they really need it, and then what they need to do to obtain it, i.e. how much does it cost and all right, where do I pay? If you can't say those things, then we got other things to work on here. But that's why we're having this episode. You can just share without a script, just share what's going on. And that can be your sales conversation. As they say, facts tell, stories sell. You just tell stories about how you came to have your epiphany or your light bulb moment about the very thing that you're selling, then that can help persuade and influence a lot of people to get that same epiphany. They just need to see it the same way that you saw it. That's why you tell people stories. That's why narrative works so well. So you combine this idea with what we're going to share in point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to be a true salesperson. Number three, Sharpen your communication skills. We talked about this in yesterday's episode. Communication is the foundation of selling because you can't sell anything to someone without communicating what it is and why it is and how to get it and what to do to get it. There are many reasons that you need communication on top of those. Not everybody communicates the same way that you do, and you'll need to adjust yourself to the person or the people who are in front of you. I will talk to an audience of teenagers a little bit differently than I talk to an audience of middle-aged retirees. Some people need more information in order to make a buying decision. Some people don't need much information at all. They just want you to get to the point and tell me how to pay. I'm ready. My credit card is out. Look right here. Just tell me how to pay. They don't need more information. You need to read the room, quote unquote. Reading the room might be one person. Reading the room might be a thousand people, but you need to read the room to know how much communication you need and what types of communication you need in order to get your points across to different people. Some people need to be informed from the ground up. You got to tell them everything so they can make a decision. Some people just want to know their options. All right, here's product A, it costs this much. Here's option B, it costs this much. That's all they want to know. And they'll make a choice. And being that you are the salesperson, you need to fill in the knowledge gaps that your prospects are sure to have. Sometimes you're selling something to somebody and they have a question or they lack information on a certain point. 
that they don't even know that they have this question. They don't even know that they're missing certain information. It is your job to fill in that gap. First of all, your job to identify that they don't know something. Then it's your job to fill the gap of what they don't know. And often filling in the gap of what people don't know, K-N-O-W, turns a no, N-O, into a yes, Y-E-S. Hope y'all caught what I just said there. Filling that gap of what they don't know turns a no into a yes. If you can identify it. This is all part of communication. And let's keep something in mind here as well, folks. Communication is not just speaking. A lot of times when we talk communication, people are thinking like, or how do you talk? How do you say words? How do you be a public speaker? How do you write books? It's also listening. Good listeners are usually really good communicators because they're able to communicate exactly what their counterpart needs to hear or wants to hear, or they understand what their counterpart is actually trying to say because they're actually listening, not just thinking about what they're going to say. So remember that listening is just as much a part of communication as is speaking and that the majority of communication is nonverbal. Keep that in mind. Always remember that. So filling in knowledge gap means telling your prospects things that they need to know, but they don't even know that they need to know. This is one of the biggest killers of sales committed by amateurs who never even realize it and by experienced pros who are too self-focused to realize it, that your prospect has a knowledge gap, but you have not filled the knowledge gap. And that's the only reason why they didn't buy from you. Not because they didn't have the money, not because they didn't want it, not because they didn't need it, not because they wouldn't benefit from it, but because you didn't realize that there's something that they didn't know that they didn't express because they don't know they don't know. They are unconsciously incompetent, but you should never be unconsciously incompetent when you're the salesperson. You're the expert in the conversation. There should not be anything that you don't know about your product, service, or your prospect. This is all your job to notice stuff. Now, there's only one way that you can fill this knowledge gap. Now, this is the point number four. Today's topic, once again, is how to be a true salesperson. Number four, know your shit. That is K-N-O-W. Know your shit. What does that mean? It means know what your product is. Know your numbers. Know who your prospects are. Know why they want this product. Know the challenges of people like them or that person's individual, depending on how big your market is. Know the challenges that people like them have so that you can speak directly to those challenges when you're having a sales conversation. So you can speak directly to their emotions and their real needs because their actual need is not for the widget that you are selling or the book that you are peddling or the service that you're offering. That's not their need. Their need is the results of the widget or the book or the service. You need to understand that on a basic level. Then you need to understand exactly what those things are, fill in the gaps and have answers to that. And the easiest way to get those answers, let me help you out, ask questions and listen. I just told you that listening is a big part of communication. Ask questions of your prospect, person that you're selling to. And this could be anywhere. You could be in an AT&T store selling iPhones. You could be at some sales conference selling some big consulting service, whatever it is that you're offering. If you just ask questions, a person who is actually interested will answer your questions. Now, if someone's not interested in, in buying anything that you're selling, they won't answer your questions. To give you an example. Here in Miami, where I live, you know, I usually take a walk like, twice a day. And in the evenings, like when I get done recording this today, I'm going to take a walk. And in the evenings where I live, there's a lot of foot traffic in this area. So when I'm walking through certain parts, I know, you know, every few months or so, there's some company, who knows what these companies are. They send workers who stand outside on the corners where all the foot traffic is at. And they know people are going to be walking by by the hundreds and thousands every evening. They stand outside and every person who walks by they have workers standing out there. They try to stop you and they'll ask you something like, hey, can I ask you a quick question? Or, hey, have you ever heard of this? Or, hey, do you know about our company? They just try to get you to stop. They have some line that they say that tries to hook you to stop me from walking, start asking you questions. Eventually, they're going to try to sell you something. I don't know what they're selling because I won't stop and talk to these people. I have stopped and talked to them before. I told this story, I think, on this podcast in the past. But 
these days I walk past these people every single day and I, I listen to their, their little hooks, the things they say to try to get me to stop. Their questions suck. But hey, they the ones who took the job. But the point is, you have to know your shit and you have to be able to, first of all, be prepared and then able and then willing to ask enough questions to get enough information so you can speak directly to the desires and needs and challenges of the person to whom you are selling. And the more specific you can get, the better you can sell. And usually the higher the value of what you can offer to a person, the more personalized you can make your offering to whoever it is that you're dealing with. So knowing your shit, it is hard to respect the salesperson who needs to go get help or needs to go refer to somebody else every time you ask them a question. If I'm talking to somebody as a salesperson. Every time I ask them a question, they say, well, I got to go ask this person. And no, I got to get that information because I don't have the answer. It's hard to respect that person. Now I'm looking at them like, all right, why am I even talking to you? Let's just talk to the person who's giving you the information. They're the ones who has all the answers anyway. I had this happen to me recently in a sales situation. I was the prospect and this person was the alleged salesperson. They were not a salesperson. They were an order taker. But all it did was annoy me because I'm looking at this person like, yo, you don't even know anything. You don't have any information. You're basically just an order taker. The only type of sale that person could consummate on their own is one that requires no questions. And it's basically somebody just walking in, just handing the credit card, just just go ahead and, and cash me out. I don't have any questions. Just sell me whatever you got. But any type of complication in the form of a question in a transaction with this individual I was dealing with, this, again, alleged salesperson, they had no information whatsoever. This person was an order taker. This is the kind of person that the industry that they work in, the company that they work for, will soon replace them either with a more efficient and better skilled human or they will replace them with a computer or his other option. This person could actually develop some skills. So they might get lucky and develop some skills. But who knows? I, I don't know. I'm doubtful. I have to just be honest. I'm doubtful this person is going to develop skill. But that's just my opinion. I may be wrong. The whole point is nobody wants to talk to a person who doesn't know their shit. Nobody wants to buy from a salesperson who doesn't know their shit. Actually, not even that they don't want to. Most people will not buy from a salesperson who does not know their shit. So make sure you know your shit especially you entrepreneurs out there who are setting your own price, you are making your own products, services, and offerings, and you are choosing your customers, you cannot be clueless in selling your shit to somebody. If someone asks you a question and you can't answer, what are you doing? You're an entrepreneur. You're a salesperson. You're the only expert. You are the expert in your business. How do you not have information? That is unacceptable. You must be prepared ahead of time. Professionals, everybody, are prepared ahead of the situation. No professional shows up to a situation clueless, not knowing what to do. Amateurs show up to a situation and figure it out as they go. Professionals have the answers already ready and they already know the questions before the situation even comes up. They are more prepared to answer questions than they even need to answer questions in the sales conversation. That's what a professional does. Now, the question is, which one are you? Not only do you need to know your products and your offering, you need to know your numbers, your prices, where you can bend on your numbers and prices, where you can't. And what's possible? What's negotiable? What is not? If I'm a customer or a prospect and I ask you a question and you can't answer it, I'm wondering why and how you even got the job and why is the company allowing you to represent them when you clearly don't even know your own product? I'm also wondering if the person who is paying you knows that you don't know your own products. And usually, to be honest, most of the time, a lot of people do not notice. So a lot of you sales managers and bosses, you have people out there selling on your behalf, representing your business and your company and your products. They don't know what they're doing and you don't know that they don't know, which means you don't know what you're doing because they work for you. So there's a lot of this going on in the world, which means the great opportunity for those of you who are competent when it comes to selling, when it comes to preparation, when it comes to being on top of your shit, because there's so many people out there, even seasoned professionals who are not on top of their shit. They look like they're seasoned, but 
You let them get asked a few questions, you'll find out how unprepared they actually are. Point number five, today's topic is how to be a true salesperson. Last point for today's episode. Number five, sharpen your sword. What does this mean? It goes to the old parable that a person was told if I had an hour or a person said, if I had an hour to chop down a tree, I would spend 45 minutes sharpening my axe. In other words, don't spend the whole hour just chopping, chopping, chopping and hoping that something works. Spend 45 minutes in preparation for the thing that you're going to have to do so that you can be so efficient that you don't need the whole hour to do the job. For you salespeople, what does that mean? It means know your product or products, know your market, know your competition. In other words, know everything else that your prospect could do with their money other than give it to you. That's your competition. It is not just other people who sell X. It is anything else they could do with that money. If you sell books, your competition is not every other author out there. It's every other author out there. It's Netflix. It's the grocery store. It's the movies. It's iPhone and the apps on the iPhone. It's the candy store. Is the ice cream shop. Is everything else they could do with that $20 besides give it to you. You need to know your competition. What else could this person do with their money and why should they give it to you instead? You need to know the answer to that question. Know your prospect. Know their needs. Know their wants. Know their challenges. Know their desires. Know their fears. Know their hopes. Know their goals. Know everything you can about your prospect. It will make it much, much easier to sell to them. Notice what works and what does not work. You might have an idea of what's going to work. You try it. It doesn't work. All right, get rid of it. Try something else. You need to be doing this all the time. Iterating is what we call this. Try something. If it works, keep doing it. If it doesn't work, make adjustments. Notice what works and what doesn't. Do more of the former, less of the latter. Continually, in other words, working on your game. All that being said, let's recap today's class, which is how to be a true salesperson. Any of you who considers yourself a salesperson, if you're not doing these things, you're lying to yourself. You're not a salesperson yet. Good news is you can become one. Point number one, understand your moral obligation. When you have an offering that will help a person, it is your job to have them have it by selling it to them, not giving it away for free, not discounting it, selling it to them. That is your job. It is not your job to hope that they find you. You are not an order taker. It's not your job to advocate the process of persuading and influencing. If you're a hesitant salesperson, you are the person I'm talking to here, which leads to point number two. Sell something that you believe in and that you believe will help the people that you sell it to. It's hard to have a moral obligation when you don't even believe in what you're offering. What does your offer do for the person that you are selling it to? And do you actually believe that? When you believe it, oftentimes you don't even need a script. You can just share how you came to believe that and another person can believe it as well. Human beings are great at following narrative. Point number three, sharpen your communication skills. There are many reasons that you need this because not everyone communicates the same way. and You need to adjust to the person or people who are in front of you. And being that you are the salesperson, you need to fill in the knowledge gaps of your prospects. So you notice that they don't know something. It is your job to identify they don't know something and fill that in because often filling in that knowledge gap will turn a no answer into a yes answer. But it is your job to point that out. It's not their job to figure it. Number four, know your shit. It's hard to respect the salesperson who needs help to answer a question when they're talking to a prospect because that prospect is not going to respect you because they're like, you don't even know what you're talking about. You don't even know your own stuff. You don't even know your own product. Why am I even talking to you? Why not just talk to the person who actually has the information? So you need to know your numbers, know your prices, know what you can negotiate, know what you can't. Make sure you have all this stuff prepared ahead of time. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And any of you sales people who are, I mean, owners or managers who have salespeople working for you, if they don't know their shit and you don't know that they don't know their shit, that means you don't know your shit because you're not even on top of your own staff and it's costing you money. Number five, sharpen your sword. Know your product, know your market, know your competition, know your prospect, know what works and what doesn't, or pay attention to what's working and what's not because these things can change. 
Do more of the former, less of the latter. In other words, continually work on your game. All that being said, text me to get my daily motivation text free of charge straight to your phone every single day. My number is 305-384-6894. And when you're ready to get serious about your game, you're ready to start working with me on a deeper level than listening to this show. Keep listening to the show. But you're ready to work with me on a deeper level so we can get specific on what you're working on in terms of your business, in terms of your personal growth, in terms of your strategy, in terms of your focus, in terms of not only what you need to do, but also what you need to stop doing. Join me at workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you can see my coaching programs, my courses as well. When you're ready to get into that, that's where I'm at. That's at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.